Good Monday morning, everybody. Uh, Jared Atkins coming to you live. It's uh, 6 a.m. Monday morning here in southern Indiana. I'm at the laundromat. <clears throat> uh, this is going to be a hybrid episode. This is going to be uh, part three of our point guard episode. And uh, it's also going to be another episode of the uh, Laundromat Chronicles. Uh, Monday, May 16th, 2022. Today starts my second week at my new job, working from home. Love it. A lot of flexibility. I've been up all night. And uh, <laughs> it's got a couple things to talk about, so get into it. So, um, man, it's a beautiful morning. Windows are down, so you're going to hear a lot of traffic in and out. I'm uh, at the laundromat here in Bird's Eye, the one that's attached to the gas station, so... Um, so nine days ago, so, uh, I don't know whatever the fuck nine days ago was. It was a Saturday night. Kurt and I recorded part three of our point guard episode. Uh, and you guys heard us talk and, uh, you know, one of our weeknight episodes and, and me and the last laundromat listenings episode, I, I, I'm just so burned out on this episode, but. This was supposed to be our magnum opus, the best thing we've ever done. The first part went off pretty good. Uh, part two, we had technical difficulties with the recorder, and um, <clears throat> we recorded it off a of phone, just kind of like I'm doing now. We, we we got through it, and there was still hope that we could rein this son of a bitch in with part three. A uh, couple people have touched base. Uh, really, we was looking forward to part three. Uh, talking about you, Gold Bond Bandit. Uh, and we recorded it. And through the course of this episode, we were recording it. I could tell that, uh, you know, Kurt was stretched thin on it. I was too. This, this took way too long. We've been working on it. We started on this son of a bitch the week after the Super Bowl episode. That was going to be what we did next. And it it's drugged on and drugged on and drugged on, dragged on, however the fuck you want to say it. I've been up since fucking 6 a.m. yesterday morning. But uh, it we recorded it. Uh, we kind of skimmed through some of it. I went to edit it. And it was a late night at Kurt's. We was having fun. And he went outside to shoot some hoops with uh, Doyle and his boy. And me, like a fucking idiot, and I don't know why I've ran this equipment. We we just had our one-year anniversary a few days ago. I've been running this equipment for a fucking year. And like a... F- pardon my language, I'm frustrated. Like a goddamn idiot in post-production, I was tweaking a couple things, and I deleted the entire fucking episode. So I didn't say nothing to Kurt. I was pissed off when I left. He thought I was pissed at him because I wouldn't say nothing. And a few days went by and he kind of hit me up. You know, he didn't ask, but you could tell he was like, where's the episode at? And and that's when I finally told him. I was like, dude, we're going to have to re-record. I deleted the son of a bitch by accident. And that's when Kurt said the words that I was hoping to hear him say. He said, why don't you just go ahead and tidy this up on your end and uh, put this episode to bed. And... I thought about, you know, I still had all the notes. My God, we had 105, 106 pages worth of notes, dude. We had 60, 70,000 words, 80,000 words. 
I put a lot of effort into the research on this episode. And uh, Kurt goes, you know, if you still got the notes, just go ahead and bomb one out by yourself. And I'm just like, I don't want to do it. So I was just going to briefly touch on it. I don't even have any of my stats here. I have the list of the final top ten to to round it out. And uh, that's just going to be it. We're just going to put it to bed. And I'm going to put this behind us. Some things just don't come out as good on tape as they look on paper. Uh, I learned this lesson the hard way now three times. Uh, our top ten sports moments. Bad episode. Back in November, we were shooting for something else. November was our worst month, download-wise. Uh, and I was determined. I wouldn't let Kurt t- talk me off of it. We were supposed to do a baseball episode or something. I steered us away because I wanted to do Jack versus Arnie. Uh, and we shit the bet on that. And then we shit the bet on this by thinking we could rank 10-point guards. And we ended up with 30 guys and bummed it down to a top 25-point guard list because we had a bunch of ties. And uh, the content was good. The notes was good. And I was so hyped about this. I put so much... I was so proud of this because this was supposed to be all the research. This was supposed to be our magnum opus. Best motherfucking thing we've ever put on tape. Part one, I think we went from 25 to 15. was pretty good. Part two, we went from 15 to 10. And, you know, here was the top 10 on this one. And and, and the episode was kind of good. Like I said, I could tell Kurt wasn't all the way in it, but we was going to truck through it, get it done, be soldiers, be troopers, be warriors. And, man, just laid a motherfucking egg. So, uh, so today's just going to be uh, this early in the morning. Today's just going to be me here at the laundromat rambling off a couple things so it's going to be a hybrid episode i am going to title this uh part three of our point guard episode with a slash laundromat listings for whatever the fuck i want to put but uh i just to go ahead and put this to bed because i wasn't going to re-record the son of a bitch like i said kurt told me hey just go ahead and put it to bed put it to bed put it to bed so if you guys want to hear the first two parts of this you know it's available in our archives up at Podbean or wherever you get your podcasts at. But the top 10 rounded out with, uh, you know, coming in at number 10, we had a tie, which we had done the first part in our part two episode, which was Walt Frazier. Uh, the other part of that tie at 10 was Steve Nash, legendary, you know, Maverick Suns in his career with the Lakers. Uh, number nine was Gary Payton, Seattle Supersonics. Uh, coming in at number eight was Tony Parker, one of my favorite players. I was a big, I was a big Popovich guy. What they did, with the, what he did with the Spurs. Uh, coming in at seven was my all-time point guard that I always pick in our pickums all-time, Allen Iverson. Uh, coming in at six was Jason Kidd. Um. Coming in at five was Bob Cousy. Coming in at number four was Isaiah. Uh, I love Isaiah, and I had said in that episode, we talk a lot about Bill Lambeer and uh, the Pistons bad boys. There will be at some point a Pistons bad boys episode. Uh, coming in at three was Steph Curry. Uh, coming in, you know, top three. 
Uh, Steph's the best pure shooter I've ever seen. Um, he, he deserves a place on the list. Coming in at two, we had a tie between Big O, Oscar Robinson, and the all-time assist leader, John Stockton. And then coming in at number one was Magic. Uh, Doyle was on tape for this episode. He had some inputs about the previous list. He gave his opinion on some other things. He gave his opinion on a top ten list of his own. Uh, he challenged us on a couple things. It was good content. I really wish I would have had the motherfucker to upload. Uh, it's the first time I've ever accidentally deleted an episode. So I'm pissed. But yeah, rounding out our top 25 point guard list of all time. You know, there it was. Uh, I'm not going to cry that it's got deleted, I guess. Uh, honestly, I'm glad it's behind us. Uh, I just can't believe I did 105, 106,000 or 105, 106 pages of notes and, you know, 60, 70, 80,000 words for us to to finish the top 10, which we were going to try to rein it all back in, put a nice little bow on it for it to end this way. But, you know, it fucking happened. It's done. It's over with. It is what it is. Uh, which brings us back to me and Kurt now. Uh, this is behind us. What are we going to do? We're going to do a World Series episode next. Baseball seems to be our most uh, well-received episodes. Uh, in particular, as I mentioned before, our World Series. We've done a handful of baseball episodes that aren't World Series. Uh, baseball gets the most reactions somehow, and specifically the World Series. So, uh, Kurt decided we was going to do baseball. I decided it'd be a World Series. Kurt let me pick them, and then I ended up giving it, him a choice between three episodes and he's going to be a homer. Uh, he's going back to being a 10-year-old kid here. He's picking uh, 1981 World Series, 80 or 80, 81 World Series, Dodgers, Yankees, Fernando Mania, Fernando against Spaghetti Rigetti, Dave Rigetti for the Yankees. Uh, so that that's going to be good. I'm actually going to start research on that this week. We were supposed to... Uh, the plan was, which I haven't talked to Kurt, the plan was we were going to record that, uh, you know, four or five days from now, this coming, this Saturday. Uh, plans have changed. Um, uh, my ex-wife's birthday's this weekend. She's going out of town, and instead of asking her parents to keep the kids, she, she asked me if I'd want the extra time. And of course, I said, hell yeah. So I'm going to go ahead. So Kurt and I are going to push it back. Uh, one night this week, there will be a weeknight episode. Because there's uh, a lot of things to touch on, and and now that I don't see Kurt every day because I don't work with him, it's still good to get on the mic uh, in between time for our little mini episodes. So that's going on. You know, one of the things uh, there's a lot of boxing news to talk about. We've been we've been talking a lot more boxing. I've been tweeting about a lot more boxing on social media. Uh, we're less than a couple weeks away. You know, I've said multiple episodes that, you know, you look down the schedule of all the fights in men and women's boxing this year, and there, there is some big ones. But to me, there was only like five really solid, big money draw, top fight of fights coming this year. And uh, probably, you know, 
somewhere in the you know ranked third or fourth, maybe fifth, just depending. Is the big uh, fight going down in June, June fourth in Australia? George Ferocious Cambosis versus Devin Haney. Um, super looking forward to that. We'll, we'll touch on that. Uh, speaking of boxing, I, I don't want to give too much away. I know me and Kurt will probably hit on it uh, Wednesday or Thursday night when we do our mini episode. But uh, Canelo Alvarez losing to Dimitri Bivol. Um, I posted about this on my Facebook page uh, two days ago, I think. Maybe yesterday morning. Uh, any given fighter, any given boxer on any given day. It doesn't make a difference uh, for anybody to think that anybody is untouchable is stupid. Uh, Bivol was more than capable of taking Canelo, and he he you know put put Canelo down, and everybody's you know talking shit about Canelo on social media and everywhere, and then on the comment sections of all the boxing stuff. So, you know, Canelo moved up a few weight classes to face Bivol. And what, what I like about Bivol is he's all class. Uh, shortly after the fight, you know, somebody got on to him, asking him questions about a rematch. And he said, you know, he said, I'll give Canelo a rematch anytime. He said, I wasn't focused on Canelo. It wasn't something out. Basically how he said he, you know, he wasn't going out head hunting for Canelo looking for him. But Canelo said, you know, I'll take this dude. He stepped up several weight classes. He gave Bivol the opportunity. Bivol shocked the world in many eyes. So he said, I'll, I'll return the favor. So there might be a rematch on that, but you know, this all boils down to God willing, barring something fucking happening. This goes down to, to what I've been calling the biggest boxing fight of the year or the second biggest, just depending. Cause I, like I said, I put Taylor versus Serrano a few weeks ago up there either way. Um, Canelo, uh, Kennedy Glofkin, Triple G, Part 3, God Willing, in September. Uh, the Trilogy of All Trilogies. Sorry, Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder. Sorry, Ali Frazier. Uh, the Trilogy of All Trilogies. Canelo versus Triple G. Uh, I love both these cats. Uh, but Kennedy Glofkin's gonna, he's, he's gonna bounce Canelo. Period. Uh, but anyways, I don't want to talk too much about that. Uh, what's some shit's going on with me? Uh, I started the new job. I'm working for home, working for my best friend. It was an interesting first week. Uh, so far, I love the flexibility. I'm getting used to my schedule. I can set my own schedule. I can go into the office anytime. The other night, I went back into the office to work on shit that's uh, been, you know, needed to get done. And I worked from 6.30 p.m. till... 2.30 in the morning after going into the office at 9 a.m. and working until 2 and taking four hours off. So it just, it all depends. Um, what's amazing to me is, you know, I don't want to put too much shit out here, personal information, but what's amazing to me, what I find funny about this, is uh, I did a month worth of billing and invoices of what these guys are owed from these big corporations and these contracts and government contracts and whatnot. I, I did a, a month, technically less than a month. I did 26 days, 26 days worth of billing that had been, you know, not done yet. 26 days worth of billing and the amount of work that they put out and what these guys are owed, what these guys are owed 
and, and I want the volume like I get excited. It's, it's, it's just stupid thinking about this. What these guys are owed for 26 days worth of work was about $5,000 more than what I made working two jobs from January 1st, 2021 to December 31st, 2021. Like stupid amounts of money. Shit's just crazy. Man, it's daylight's breaking 630 in the morning now. All these fucking cars are coming in here. This is a happening spot. Little town of bird's eye. That's where I was born and raised. Um, but anyways, you know, um, so that's going on. We're not things to say. Uh, but I'm loving the new job. It's different. Uh, I text my best friend, my boss. Like I said, I'm technically working for two of my best friends in our circle of six. There's six of us in our little circle. I'm technically working for two, even though I'm only getting paid by one. You know, uh, we had a big wedding this weekend. One of the boys in the group got married. We all had a big wet, uh, wedding. It was a nice time. They had a bouncy castle. I took the kids down there. I got a nice picture of the kids. They all had fun. I uploaded it on uh, Facebook and then. The original three, me, Jeremy, and Zach, we all took a picture together. And, uh, it was one of the, my favorite pictures. It's just, it's just an awesome moment. Um, tomorrow morning, I will be right back up in here about a block away from where I'm sitting now, about 3.30 in the morning. Uh, we're leaving at 3.30 or 4 to make the drive up to Indianapolis. Tomorrow morning is Grand Lodge annual communications uh, for all Masons in the state of Indiana on proxy for my lodge as um, as one of the three principal officers in the lodge this year uh, the master's unable to attend the senior warden's unable to attend so me as the junior warden one of the three principal officers I will be attending proxy so I can do all the voting I haven't been to I haven't been to Grand Lodge in 10, 12 years. And I've been in since 2007, 2008. It's one of the most beautiful buildings in the state of Indiana. It's the Scottish Rite Cathedral up there in downtown Indianapolis. Even if you're not part of the Masonic organization, uh, even people that aren't, you know, they've seen this bill. It's, it's absolutely beautiful, breathtaking. I'm really excited about that. I've been putting in a lot of work since I came back to being an active member in Masonic fraternity. When I lost my grandfather in September and I came back in October, it's meant a lot to me. Uh, last night, after I took the kids back, I went and studied with the new guy that came through our lodge. Not that long ago. Helped him uh, study a little bit. Get him more familiar with the books and everything. Uh, He's coming along good. He should be ready to go for a second step. Uh, Anyways, enough rambling about that. But anyways, I just wanted to hop on here. I don't know what else we'll talk about. And uh, 
I had to put something to bed because a couple a couple people reached out and be like, dude, where's this episode? You said you guys were going to record it. Well, we did record it. It wasn't bad. And then uh, <laughs> I'm laughing because I have no doubt in my mind this was God's way of telling me that this episode just wasn't meant to ever be recorded, ever see the light of anything. It just, it was so, God did not want this fucking episode to go to tape. That's what it was. God did not want this episode to go to tape. Of all fucking things that happen, you know, we go through the mishap with part two, with the audio and the equipment, and uh, this episode drags on, so we start doing these mini episodes as kind of content filler in between things, get a little mileage out of the podcast. And, uh, I guess that's one good thing that came out of it. We started doing these mini episodes and they've been well received. So now we've decided to keep doing them, but just all the shit that we had to fucking deal with. And then we finally get the son bitch recorded. It's in the can. Kurt's outside shooting hoops with Kyle and Dole. And I fucking put it in post-production. I'm editing, I'm mixing it and I fucking delete the motherfucker. If you guys thought I was pissy. When you listen to part two about the, you know, recording it off the phone, you should have seen, I was ready to throw my laptop through Kurt's fucking kitchen window when that happened. Cause I already moved it off the pod track into the computer and there wasn't no way to get it back. Once I transferred it in there, there wasn't no way to get it back. It's gone. So. Anyways, as far as that goes, though, we're like I said, we're going to cover the eighty-one World Series. Uh, we got a couple other episodes. Um, I think we're going to touch on. I would like to. I would like to cover the Pistons Bad Boys episode. Actually, all the notes I put in there about Isaiah and and the the dialogue that Kurt and I had back and forth about Isaiah at the time makes me really want to. Uh, kind of do that some more so um and uh something else i brought to kurt's attention something i'm looking forward to doing is i'd like to do a uh, a career look back at brett Favre, and then uh another baseball episode and i gave kurt i gave kurt the option of this and he picked one option, I picked the other, so then I've just decided that we're going to do them both. Uh, I wanted to do the 1995 Atlanta Braves season as a whole. Kurt wanted to do the 95 World Series, which if I remember right, was Atlanta and Cleveland, I think. The Indians and the Braves. So we're both stuck on that, so then I decided, you know what, we'll just do them back-to-back, you know. You know, our bi-weekly re- recording schedule, we'll do the 95 Braves and then we'll do the 95 World Series. Or maybe we'll do them all both, I don't know. But we got a lot of good episodes in the can. I started actually writing out more episodes this week. And that, like I said, that's the benefit to this whole fucking working from home thing too. Not this first week. This first week I had absolutely time for shit. I was getting caught up on a month worth of backlog that you know, Zach and them guys had had and everything else. I didn't have no free time for nothing. 
but now I'm starting to develop a routine. Uh, take, I'm taking a couple weeks off from the, from the grocery store, the part-time job, cause I still haven't let that go. I worked one night last week. Uh, I told them I need a little bit to kind of juggle my schedule since I do have freedom in my schedule, but my availability, you know, sometimes I'm busy in the mornings. Sometimes I'm busy in the evenings. They're giving me a chance to kind of figure out some things. I haven't decided whether I'm going to keep this job or, or let it go. Uh, it's, you know, I only average, you know, one or two nights a week when I've, Two years ago, I was working four or five nights a week. But, I mean, it is what it is. Um, what else? I guess one of the other things I'm looking forward to is a week from tonight, uh, me and a buddy of mine, I worked with at the deli. Uh, we're going to, to Monday Night Raw. I ordered us tickets back in January or February. We're going. And we've got damn good seats damn good seats uh on the floor uh one of the first couple rows not by the hard camera not by the ring but you know down by the ramp uh, so we're gonna have some damn good seats rawls come to the ford center i'm really excited i've been so busy lately i've not been watching as much wrestling i missed the uh the backlash pay-per-view uh but i've been catching up on some nwa i've been bouncing peacock the wwe network uh been rewatching the 2017 May Young Classic, and I can't say enough. Uh, the women's wrestling revolution that's that's really transpired over the last decade has been nothing short of amazing and incredible. Uh, I love it, absolutely love it. Um, there's very, very, very talented women in this industry, and they're often overlooked. <laughs> and speaking of wrestling, what would be a podcast without Jared talking something wrestling related, right? So, uh, I seen something come across social media last night about midnight and I could not resist the urge to stick my fat, big fat mouth in it. There was a screenshot of a, of a local indie promotion. I don't remember. I don't, I don't even know where the fuck it's at. I don't know if it's West coast, East coast, Midwest, South, uh, Pacific Northwest. What I have no idea. But uh, some guy out there working, being a heel, doing what a heel does, uh, got in the face in the front row of a four-year-old kid, yelled at him, you know, kid was crying. The mother took to the Facebook page of this local organization. It's all on my Facebook. If you guys go check it out, I shared the screenshot. Uh, and this bitch literally just, you know, said, I will not be attending no more shows. You lost all of our business. And the company, the promotion, the promoter actually got on there and apologized saying he reprimanded the guy. And he said something along the lines of, you know, he was just working in character, but it was unnecessary for him to be yelling and screaming at a four-year-old. And I'm like, I was six years old in 1993. And in my area of Southern Indiana, Memphis wrestling was a big part. You know, they ran the Louisville Gardens on Tuesday night. They ran Memphis TV on Monday nights. They ran Memphis TV Saturday mornings in the studio. Louisville Gardens on Tuesday night. Evansville Coliseum on Wednesday night. CWA, USWA, Memphis. You know, they did shows around here. At the high school that I went to, Forest Park High School, in 1993, Memphis came and did a show, not at Beekler Arena, but in the old wooden gym. For those of you that are local, you know what I'm talking about. The old wooden gym. 
They did a show. I was six years old, sat front row with my mom, dad, and my grandparents. And I was yelling and screaming. And Moondog Spot or Rex and Dirty Dutch Mantel both told me if I didn't shut, shut, sit down, quit screaming, they were going to break my little fingers off, all 10 of them, jam up my bony little ass. My God. You know, I didn't cry. But it's, you know, it's politically woke times nowadays. And apparently it's bleeding over into wrestling. When a guy working as a motherfucking heel can't even be a heel. Can't play a bad guy character. Can't, you know, it's just, I went off on, on a tangent on Facebook and it, it blew up, you know, 20, 30 something comments. Um, it's, it's just funny. I mean, it's funny. And I simply, I commented on the original post of a guy on my face, on my friends list who had shared it. And I said, it's relatively simple. I said, when you buy a ticket, especially sitting in the front couple of rows, you have to understand and accept the fact that you might end up being somewhat a part of the show. You might interact with a, with a guy working heel who's going to say things. It's his job to get under your skin. It's his job for you to make him hate you. Accept the fact you're going to be a part of the show. Shut the fuck up. If you don't, don't buy the fucking ticket to go. It ain't that hard. And I don't know. I pissed a couple people off, I guess. But uh, what would be an episode without me talking about wrestling? But yeah, so this this is a, a very brief, this is part three of three of our uh, top 25 point guards. And, and one more time, the rundown there, the top 10 ended up with uh, Walt Frazier, Steve Nash, Gary Payton, Tony Parker, Allen Iverson, Jason Kidd, Bob Cousy, Isaiah Thomas, Steph Curry, Oscar Robinson, and John Stockton tied at two. And then, of course, Magic's going to come in number one. I'll, I'll fight anybody on that, but. Uh, I wish you guys could have heard the thing in real time. It was pretty good. It was funny. Kurt was, uh, Kurt was in rare form, if you know what I mean. Kurt was being Kurt. And, uh, I don't know. We had some, uh, family guy impressions while doing this. Uh, Herbert, Quagmire, Joe had a lot of fun. Talked about Lamar Odom again, how he figured into this conversation somehow with the, the Lakers team of, you know, 2012. Nash, Dwight Howard, Kobe, Paul Gasol, uh, Mike D'Antoni. So, but yeah, you're not. I deleted it. It's gone forever. I really, and I honestly, I really thought about this. I was like, I'm just going to fire this up and run this by myself. And then Kurt finally told me, do what you want to do. He said, but we're not re-recording this. Cause, and not that Kurt's not a gamer, as, as I've told you before, Kurt pushes me now to get shit done. And I'm just like, so done with it. But Kurt knew the, the, the emotional toll this episode took on me, this three part series. And uh, he's just like, we're not re-recording it. You want to re-record it? You can do it yourself. And, uh, fuck that. Synopsis. That was the word of the night that night, too. Synopsis. So that's the synopsis of the list. <clears throat> but that was just me getting on here to touch base because everybody's going to wonder what's going on. Uh, barring something coming up on Kurt's end, I'm still down game Wednesday night or Thursday night this week. We are going to do a, a mini episodes. I'll bang out some research for that. And then, uh, 
we're going to push uh, our World Series episode back a week or two because with me picking up an extra weekend with the kids, basically I had them this weekend, which was my weekend, just you know, a couple days ago. Now I'm going to have them again this coming weekend, which isn't my weekend, so I'm going to do two in a row, and then she's going to do two in a row. That way we're still on our same schedule. We never flip-flop schedules. We just always pick up, one of us picks up an extra week. So we'll just push it back. Um, and I guess that's really all I got. I've been awake uh, 24 hours now. I'm getting a little tired here. Um, still at the laundromat, obviously. But that was just me getting out there. I had to put something out there because people want to know what happened. It's just me rambling a bunch of shit. That's what every episode is. Uh, and, you know, again, touching base real quick on what I touched base on uh, two weeks ago with the last Laundromat Listenings episode. There is multiple podcasts in the works. It will be, they will be launching over the course of this year. There will be a pro wrestling podcast. There will be the Masonic podcast and there will be the true crime podcast and there will be an outdoors podcast. There's a lot of shit going on. Um, I'm excited about all these, mainly the pro wrestling podcast, the relaunch of this. Um, I'm looking at possible partners. If anybody listening wants to do anything with that, uh, you know, but yeah, taking ta- I'm taking all takers, taking all takers for that. Let's <laughs> just slap happy. I'm taking all takers for the uh, the true crime podcast. By the way, I really like a female dynamic on this. So anybody's got interested, uh, we can completely record remote. If you don't ever want to see my big ugly mug, I've got a fifty dollar adapter. It plugs in the equipment. All I need is uh, Skype. Or call you on your cell phone or call you through Facebook Messenger. Whatever you want to do, it'll pick it right up. So. But alright guys, that's that's all I got. Just a brief 30 minute episode, putting something out there. We will try to get together with you guys one day this week. It's uh, almost 7 o'clock in the morning. Uh, enjoy your week, enjoy your Monday. Well, when I'm done here, I'm going home to fold some laundry, place a shit ton of phone calls take a power nap, get into the office. I done all my Friday and Saturday work uh, yesterday because I knew I had a big laundry day. So, but at any rate, uh, for Kirk Kelly, who is not here, he's at work, probably missing me right now. I'm Jared Atkins. Uh, again, I apologize that you're not getting a true part three episode, but, you know, it is what it is. Sorry. I'll take full heat on this one. I I still don't know what I was thinking. I, I, I remember sitting at the table at Kurt's house. I uh I hot spotted my phone to the computer so I could upload the episode on Podbean. And I, I was in the Audacity studio mixing it down and I remember something popped up and I clicked ignore. And then I went to outsource it and change it from a WAV format to MP3, and I double tapped, and then I hit erase. I don't know why the fuck I've done this. You know, we just had our one-year anniversary a few days ago. I've done this, you know, 35, 40 fucking times. I don't know what I was thinking, and I knew right away it was more, it was almost like, no! No! 
but it was too late and it was gone. So, but all right. Thanks for listening. Sorry for those expecting a, a good basketball episode. I fucked you and I apologize. But uh, for Kirk Kelly, I'm Jared Atkins, and uh, we'll see you guys hopefully later this week.